George Fox, Alexander Good, John Washington, and Clark Poling. The religion of each of these men tied them to a faith in God, a God who called them into service. They were clergy, religious leaders, from traditions that have differences, disagreements. To say otherwise is not true. Still, the God that they honored and served is one. The same spirit that gave each one of them life is one. And each of them knew this to be true. At the time, a Roman Catholic priest, a, a Dutch Reformed minister, a Methodist minister, and a Jewish rabbi, that was religious diversity in America. Today, of course, that, that diversity has increased. But back then, that was extreme diversity. Those of you who remember Rabbi Silvisher, he used to tell me about a time when Jews and Christians, they kept largely apart. And now we worship together and we share holidays. He loved that. So do I. Anyway, each of these chaplains was called by God, trained, developed by their religion to serve. Yes, they understood God differently, but the call to serve, that they shared. Religion at its best and at its worst, it can shape a person. At its best, it develops character and values. Religion ties you to a spirit that is greater than yourself. The heroism these four chaplains showed was developed by their religions, by their choice to love their neighbors as themselves. As clergy, they had devoted their lives to this service. So on the night that the Dorchester was torpedoed, they responded as the people of faith that they were developed, that they chose to be. They saw the terrified young men around them as the ship sank. Many of them wounded and disoriented in the dark. They did what shepherds, what pastors do. They prayed with them guided them to safety. And over the 900 souls that were on the Dorchester that night in Arctic waters, only 230 survived. The survivors lived on to share the story of what these four chaplains did that night. How they lived and died in the faith that shaped them. Jesus said, this is my commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than to give up one's life for one's friends. One survivor, Private William Bedner, found himself floating in oil-smeared water surrounded by dead bodies and debris. He recalled that he could hear men crying, pleading, praying. And he said, I could also hear the chaplains preaching courage, 
their voices were the only thing that kept me going, encouraging me to survive. Another, a sailor, Petty Officer John Mahoney, was disoriented and was trying to get back to his cabin to to get his gloves before he went into the water. But Rabbi Good stopped him, knowing that he needed to get to safety. The rabbi gave John his gloves, saying that he had an extra pair. After he was rescued, John realized that Rabbi Good didn't really have an extra pair of gloves. The rabbi had chosen to save John and others over himself. And all of this happened so quickly, just minutes. Once most of the men were topside, the chaplains opened the storage locker with the life jackets and began distributing them. Engineer Grady Clark and John Ladd witnessed that when there were no more life jackets in the locker, the chaplains removed theirs and gave them to four frightened young men. John Ladd said, it was the finest thing that I have ever seen or hoped to see this side of heaven. There are these layers to who these four chaplains were and what they did. There is this central core of who they were, pastors, shepherds, called by God to serve and to encourage others to love their neighbors as themselves. There's another layer. There's there's that choice that they all made when they put on the uniform to serve and work together beyond their religious differences. The Second World War gave a sense of common purpose, of unity. And it's funny, it's a tragic thing how the absolute breakdown of civility in war, war of all things, can do that. that It can create unity even with the sickness of racism. In addition to the chaplain's heroism that night, Steward's mate, first class, Charles David, was on the Comanche, which was sailing with the Dorchester. David volunteered to dive into the frigid waters and rescue men from the Dorchester. Again and again, he went in, and he brought 93 people to safety in an effort that cost him his life. Congress did not award him a special medal, as they did for the four white chaplains. However, 10 years ago, the new Sentinel class of ships was commissioned. And one of the first vessels today is proudly the Charles David Jr. Justice was denied, but not forever. The events of that horrible night must not be forgotten. 
Charles David, George Fox, Alexander Good, John Washington, and Clark Poling. They gave their lives in the faith that all of our stories are part of a greater story. That how we live, the lives that we touch, that is our legacy that goes on when our time is done. And there is a certain tragic irony that it was in the background of war, the breakdown of human civility between nations. It took that to happen for these four chaplains to rise above their religious differences. For the Navy to rise above racism to honor a hero. This past year, humanity has faced a pandemic that as of this week has claimed the lives of 2.3 million people and rising. And yet we've seen division over something so simple as wearing masks. And there are those who deny that COVID is real. And the effects of global warming are everywhere. Places are literally going underwater. Yet there are those who deny it because it's cold today. And racism is a sickness that continues to infect this nation. How bad do things have to get before we can learn the lessons of times past that we are stronger when we face challenges together, united? That right now, right here, this is our common ground. This is our time. And that if you draw breath today, now is your time to step up. It took the most horrible war that this world has ever seen for that generation to challenge and change the religious and the racial divisions in the nation. Yet I remain hopeful. Because I know, I know from stories like this that we can do this. I know from that from stories like that we have heard from today that when people are developed and they are shaped with character and values of inclusive compassion and justice and mercy for all, when we raise people up like that, this world can change. Jesus had a vision that there was an inclusive kingdom of God in this world that was beyond nations, beyond empires, ethnicities. Dr. King called this the beloved community. And we carry this vision with us today, and it gives us hope. Because the, the legacy of the layers of unity that the sacrifice of the four chaplains and David Charles, that legacy continues. In the years following the war, the first officer of the submarine that torpedoed the Dorchester, a man named Gerhard Busk, he came to Rabbi Good's widow. Rabbi Good, think about that. And he came to others of who had lost loved ones on that night, and he came with a message on behalf of the crew. We, the sailors of U-223, regret the deep sorrows and pain we caused. 
I ask for your forgiveness. In our humanity, we can find a kingdom that is greater than any nation. And we can be part of the healing that this world needs. I know that it's possible. I know that we can find common humanity and purpose without the horror of being at war or plague. Jesus shared this vision of a better world, and it's the core of everything he taught. It's a vision of unity that we need at this moment. My faith is rooted in this vision of God's kingdom, built on the values of inclusivity and compassion, justice and mercy, and nonviolence. It's a vision that Christ Church passes on to every generation. And it is our charge to keep that vision in this time and to continue to proclaim the kingdom and to raise people up with these values and character, character that's willing to sacrifice in the name of love.